Christmas in a Cozy Cave. The Defender Radio Family Christmas Special. Radio play by Michael Howie and Megan Howie. Adapted from O. Henry's The Gift of the Magi. Not so long ago, in a forest not too far from where you set your Christmas tree, was a cozy cave shared by unlikely friends. A chipmunk and a bear, a creature great and a creature small, spent their time together, chittering over the happenings of the forest around them, sharing tales of great adventures, and napping away the longest of winter days while a small fire kept the cave warm and dimly lit. It was on one particularly chill Christmas Eve that our tale begins, with Chipmunk stacking and restacking pebbles and pine cones in her nook, several feet up the wall of the cave as the fire crackled below, casting a warm light on her efforts. Thirty-five. Thirty-six. Hmm. Thirty-seven. Oh, it's hopeless. It's just not enough. <sighs> Three pine cones and thirty-seven pebbles. That was all. Chipmunk had saved them all, one and two pebbles at a time, scrambling and searching across the forest floor, trading with the grouchy rabbit at the vegetable stand and working for the robins who wanted new twigs for their nest. She had worked extra hard all summer and fall, searching for the best pebbles and pine cones for this very reason, and it wasn't enough. Her friend Bear was always so kind and caring and told the best, worst jokes, the kind that made her laugh so hard her belly ached. And laughing made her feel happy and safe these coldest of darkest nights. Why don't bears like fast food? Because they can't catch it. Chipmunk wiped away the tears with her soft little paws and sat on the edge of her nook looking out at the cave she and Bear called home. It was a simple cave, not as lush as the one the foxes had up the hill, or as efficient as the lodge the beavers had built by the lake, but with a little stone fire pit in the middle, an old tree leading up the wall to the nook just the right size for Chipmunk, and enough room for Bear to move about comfortably, it was a great winter home, perfect for the friends. Lost in her sadness, Chipmunk thought, Oh, Bear, you've been such a fine friend, and I wanted to make this a special Christmas for you. <sighs> but three pine cones and 37 pebbles won't go far. Not with the early frost we had this year. Bear and Chipmunk had both traded much of their meager savings for the berries and grains they would need to sustain them through a winter, after the foraging was cut short by the early and quick onset of snow and ice across the forest. The squirrels and beavers who were best at storing away these foods drove hard bargains, but they weren't unkind and were willing to trade with the other animals to keep their bellies full. It was this early start to winter that had given Chipmunk her idea for a special gift for Bear that she knew he would love. That bed of yours in the corner took you months, years to build, Bear. I remember sitting and watching as you pressed and matted the layers of grass and moss down, each season adding what we could pull in from the forest floor so you'd be comfortable for a long winter's nap. But I've seen you shivering even with that thick coat of yours. And I know just what would fix it. A blanket! Chipmunk had seen an especially warm blanket when visiting with Otter one day. Otter was a trader everyone loved because she could both swim underwater and climb the tallest of the forest trees. The blanket was woven from long grasses that wouldn't wear out and dyed a beautiful purple-blue from blueberry juice from the meadow near Fox's den. And blueberries were Bear's favorite snack. Oh, Bear... You'd be so warm and happy and dream sweet dreams of berries if you had that blanket. But Otter won't take anything less than four pine cones for it. I just don't know what I'll do. Christmas is ruined! <sighs> Chipmunk flopped backward in her nook, and what she saw made her gasp, <gasps> and her ears straightened up. An upside-down pile of acorns. Chipmunk rolled over and looked again, 
a right-side-up pile of acorns. Like many other rodents, Chipmunk loved the taste of a good acorn, but she also loved the way their gleaming shells looked, knobby and shiny, and each one a bit different. Every time she found an acorn, she'd carefully remove its little hat, make a crack in the top of the shell, chew out the morsels of the nut, and put the hat back on. She had smaller teeth than most chipmunks, so it took hours to do. The hats never sat on quite right and sometimes fell off. But collecting the acorns was her favorite hobby, and all the other animals in the forest were envious of her assorted nuts. Of course! I bet Otter would give me three pine cones for these! Maybe even more! She might need to trade them off one by one, and I hate to break up the collection. But no! Getting bear just the right present is what's important! Chipmunk began gathering up her nuts, careful to make sure the right cap stayed with the right acorns, and bundled them up in an oak leaf to take down and trade with Otter. Not too far away, Bear was at the edge of the forest by the lake. Many animals had gathered there to do last-minute Christmas trading, sing carols, and complain about the weather. They were Canadian animals, after all. At the trading market, Bear was talking to none other than Otter, who sat behind the stump of an oak tree with a sack full of trinkets and twigs, berries and pebbles, and all manner of possible tradables. It takes her hours to break open the shells, and then the little hats of the acorns are always falling off, so she's always fixing them. I see how much she loves growing her collection, though, and wanted to get her something that would maybe make it easier for her. Chipmunk was Bear's best friend in the world. She traveled more than Bear did and had the most interesting stories from the different parts of the forest. And Chipmunk was a wonderful storyteller, sharing with Bear what the Blue Jays were singing about in the eastern part of the forest, what strange colors the leaves were turning to the north, and how Muskrat, just west of the lake, was trying different varieties of pine needles in his tea with somewhat disastrous results. It wasn't just that Chipmunk told such great stories, but that she shared them on those dark days in winter when Bear woke up from bad dreams and needed a friend to make him smile. Finding just the right gift wouldn't be easy, but Bear thought that Otter, who always had interesting things to trade, would have some ideas. Hmm, I've heard about Chipmunk's acorn collection. Well, I can help out with the acorn hat problem without much thought. Not long ago, Woodpecker came by in great distress. He'd found an especially sappy tree and needed someone with paws and claws to help get the sap off his beak. I saved the sap on this little leaf, and it might just keep those little hats on the acorn shells. But how to help her get the shells open to start? Hmm. Oh, oh, oh! I do have this. One of Beaver's little girls put this together, but couldn't find a use for it at the dam. It might just be what you need. Otter presented a small device unlike anything Bear had ever seen before. It was two stones, roughly triangular in shape with tapered ends, held together by an oiled reed from the lake. In between the two stones, near the broader end, was a pebble. Otter placed it on the stump, pulled an acorn from her sack, twisted off its cap, and wedged it between the two tapered ends of the stone. You put the acorn in between the stones, give it a little push, and... With the softest of presses, a fine, star-shaped crack appeared along the top of the acorn. Otter made a little hole and out popped the tasty seed, which she popped in her mouth. Bear was amazed. That's incredible! It's a nutcracker! To make the same little hole and get out the seed would have taken Chipmunk hours. Bear marveled at the little device, thinking of how perfect a gift it would be for his friend. But that was followed by a twinge of guilt. Oh, I don't have anything I could trade that would be worth that. It'd be great. It would be perfect, and would definitely show Chipmunk how much I appreciate her as a friend. Oh. 
I may as well go home and curl up in my bed and wait for Christmas to be... <gasps> Bear's eyes lit up and he turned to Otter, who was watching Bear quizzically. Then the big bear started telling Otter his plan. The long winter shadows had come spreading across the forest and all who called it home. In nests, dens, and lodges, families cuddled together for warmth, sharing stories and gifts. And in the cozy cave shared by Chipmunk and Bear, the unlikely friends were on their own sides of the cave, backs to each other, putting the finishing touches on their gifts. The fire was burning brightly, and dandelion tea, saved from the summer, was steeping in roughly carved wooden cups, keeping warm alongside the rocks of the fire pit. Sticks with marshmallow root bundled at the ends sat ready for roasting. Chipmunk sat in the corner of her nook, the berry-coloured blanket folded neatly, with a handful of dried leaves covering it spun grass twine holding it together and a single dried berry on the top of the package. Ooh, Bear! I'm so excited! Otter seemed a bit concerned about taking my whole acorn collection, but it was worth it. After all, how can I enjoy looking at a collection of nutshells when I know my best friend is shivering in his sleep? Bear's heavy paws made decorating a bit tricky, but with a bit of focus, his tongue sticking out one side of his mouth and a whole lot of care, the sap and the nutcracker, as well as a freshly found acorn, were tucked inside a coiled bit of birch bark paper on top of a curled piece of oak wood he had found. I can't wait to see your face, Chipmunk. You'll be collecting new acorns and adding them to that pile in no time. Oh, you'll get to scurry around looking for more, and everyone in the forest will hear how happy you are. Why, I won't even miss having that old bed to sleep on. I'll be so warm because I'll have made you happy. Quick glances and barely hidden grins were traded back and forth as Bear and Chipmunk tried to decide if it was time to exchange gifts. As excited as they were, there was no way for the friends to know the true costs of the gifts they were about to give or the ones they were about to receive. Bear was the first to turn and sit at his space next to the fire, nudging his gift toward Chipmunk's spot. She scurried up to the fire next, dragging her parcel behind her. You go ahead, Chipmunk. Open yours up first. Bear's big meaty paw pushed the present closer to his excited friend who began tearing at the birch bark paper of her gift. Wow! Amazing! I love it! What is it? Bear chuckled <laughs> and explained what the sticky sap was for and used the fresh acorn to demonstrate the nutcracker's function. See? You'll be able to spend more time shining the shells and collecting acorns to add to your fabulous collection now. And not have to spend so much time trying to get at the nut inside of each acorn. Pretty great, eh? Chipmunk didn't know what to say. She looked about the cave quietly, almost in a trance as she tried to figure out what to say or do after receiving such a wonderful, thoughtful gift, knowing that the fact she traded her collection would disappoint her friends so. Oh! It's just perfect, Bear. Here. Go ahead. Open up yours now. Chipmunk tugged hard on the leaf wrapping of her gift for Bear, who reached down and pulled it over easily. Oh, Chipmunk, you should know you didn't need to get me anything. Bear carefully pulled the twine of the packaging and slowly unfolded the dried leaves while continuing to speak to his friend with love and adoration. Your friendship has always meant so much to me, Chipmunk. Whenever I've needed someone, even when I didn't know it, you were there to tell me a story or listen to my terrible jokes. How do you catch a fish without a pole? With your bare hands. <laughs> Just having you around is always... Oh. 
Oh. Oh. Oh, Chipmunk. The gift from Chipmunk was marvelous, but Bear realized that this beautiful, sweet-smelling blanket would never be as comfortable without the bed he'd sold just hours ago. But what was that sound coming from the front of the cave? It was a most peculiar sound, one that distracted Chipmunk enough that her sad little lips stopped quivering, and so she didn't see Bear wiping big wet tears from his muzzle. What could it have been? Certainly not Santa Paws. He wasn't due for another few hours and would only come when the animals were all asleep. And then, from the edge of the shadows, two furry paws, a grimacing face, and a mouthful of a bent branch came into view. Hey, you two want to help an otter out? Hey, you two want to help an otter out? It was Otter, dragging a strange sack with decorative bells, all attached to the stick she had dropped. What was she doing here, the pair wondered, and Bear lumbered over to relieve her of her burden. You should really look at getting a cave lower down the hill. That was ridiculous. Now look, you both know I have high regard for the privacy of my trades and my trading partners. But you also know I'll never miss a chance for a story. So I wanted to stop by tonight and share a holiday story you both need to hear. Otter plopped down next to the fire and held her paws up to the warm light as she started her tale. There were once two friends who lived in a cave in the forest, and it was plain to everyone who knew them that they were the best of friends, despite all that was different about them. Now these two friends wanted to show just how much that friendship meant to them, each in their own way. They wanted to show it so much that they were willing to part with the very things that were the most precious to them in all the world. That kind of thoughtfulness and love is what this season is all about. Families all over this forest are enjoying their time together, and lots of them have their own traditions or beliefs. But really, the holidays are about love and families, whether it's the beavers and all their kits in the lodge, or you two friends here in this cave. The gifts you chose for each other are wonderful and they're considerate, but what they represent is something this little forest of ours could always use more of. Love. Chipmunk looked down and snuffled, and Bear tried to cover his soft cries with a hearty harumph. Otter nodded, seeing her story revealed the truth to both friends, what they had done for the other. She turned toward her sack, drawn closer to the fire by Bear, and wiped away a tear of her own with a webbed paw. I don't plan on this becoming a habit, because an otter's gotta eat. But it seemed to me, given the ridiculously big hearts that you two seem to have, that I needed to do my own giving tonight. Otter nodded as she found what she was looking for, and spent a moment arranging them just so before stepping aside to reveal... My acorns! My bed! Now, don't go getting all teary-eyed. Otter couldn't get her sentence out as she was being squeezed tighter than she'd ever been squeezed before by a big happy bear and a small happy chipmunk. Okay, okay, okay. That sure was something. I'm glad you're both happy. But now I gotta get back down to the den. Lots of sorting to do from today's trading. And the night's getting chilly as it is. What with this damp fur? Wait! You're going home to a den all by yourself? But... It's Christmas. We've got this fire. And hot tea. And marshmallow root on twigs. And you always treat everyone in the forest so fairly with compassion. It just seems wrong that you're spending Christmas Eve alone. Besides, after today, you're pretty much part of our little family now anyway. Otter looked at the wide smiling faces of Bear and Chipmunk, at the family they had made out of friendship, and the very real way they had shown to each other, to her, and to the forest what Christmas was all about. And just then, in that cozy cave, in a forest not too far from where you are today, a new Christmas tradition was made. The End Narrated by Barbara Howie 
Chipmunk, played by Tracy Garnett. Otter, played by Kate Howie. Bear, played by Michael Howie. Christmas in a Cozy Cave. The Defender Radio Family Christmas Special. Radio play by Michael Howie and Megan Howie. Adapted from O. Henry's The Gift of the Magi. Christmas in a Cozy Cave was produced by Michael Howie for Defender Radio and the Fur Bears. More information can be found at thefurbears.com slash podcast. <laughs>